It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I was uh, really locked into Magic versus Hawks last night, as was Tazi. He was working the game back here at the studio. Quick recap of how this one would wrap up. The Magic went on a 12-0 run with 2.17 left in the fourth quarter to wipe out a 13-point deficit and actually take a 125-124 lead. Markel Fultz hit a big layup with three seconds left on the clock. Trey Young inbounded the ball to DeJounte Murray down there on the baseline. He drew a foul, which is questionable, from Paolo Vancaro. Murray then hit both of his free throws. The Hawks are up by one. The Magic have a second, essentially, to get a shot off. And uh, and then Paolo misses what was a decent look, just didn't go in. Game, set, match, Hawks win by one. First and foremost, before we get to the reaction of the call and any controversy that surrounds it and all that stuff, I am thrilled with the way this team is playing basketball still. I mean, we can freak out about calls and all of that, but the Magic played winning basketball again I do not expect this team to win all of their games, but if they can win like 45% of their games and play winning basketball in like 80% of their games, we've got ourselves a basketball team that's trending in the right direction, and right now that's exactly what they're doing. Last night was not a win, but you can't tell me that wasn't winning basketball. You're going to win more games than you lose when you play like that, when you're the team that doesn't go away. They were the team that the Magic had been contending with up to this point this year, up until they started to turn things around, where it was like, the Hawks played a great game last night, and the Magic just would not go away. How many times have, have the Magic been on the opposite end of that? And so if a call goes their way at the end or a shot falls for Paolo, it's a Magic win. It's that close a difference. So I look at that like I'm not even going the moral victory route. I'm just saying that over the course of the season, if you play winning basketball enough times you're going to end up with a better record than what you're expected to to end up with. And I think that's what I saw from the Magic last night. What a heartbreaking loss. In some ways, I almost wish they didn't make that late comeback because then suddenly they take a one-point lead, and I'm like, oh, my God, are we about to steal this? It was a game that they should not have won. They were trailing the whole way. It was a track meet. Just the fact that they weren't getting blown out, I was taking solace in that. Like, okay, like... Tired legs, second of a back-to-back against a fresh Atlanta team who yeah. really needs and wants this game. Who you and just beat. Murray's back. Like, they had all the things. They had all the signals that you point to of why yeah. a team should win a basketball game. They had all of them, and the Magic were right there. I agree. They shouldn't have won that game, which is why I'm actually okay with the way that it ended once the dust settles. I mean, proud of the squad for not quitting. For uh, for a game that's second of a back to back after an emotional sweep in Boston over the weekend to go out there and play Trey Young who runs a track meet like I it was the style of Hawks game the whole way and the fact that they were only even down three at the half it was like oh my god like they got thoroughly out played out ran and for the fact that they're still only down three Markel Fultz did everything he could to try to will them in it in the first half Paolo had a little flurry before the end of the half. And then, you know, Markel really just had a great game all the way. Um, proud of the squad for rallying. 
once they took that lead, I really had it in my heart that we're we're about to steal this game. And then uh, Hawks got bailed out with a whistle. Okay, so let's talk about the call. Uh, Paolo all over DeJounte Murray. Obviously, it's a bang-bang play. It could have gone either way. The irony in this is that yesterday we spent a good 20 minutes yeah. railing against all of you that overreact to calls. And so I'd be it would be highly hypocritical of me if I were to come on here today and tell you the Magic lost because the whistle didn't go their way. I I think that, in my opinion, it was a foul. So I'm not even going to be that person. I think it sucks that they called it because it does, that kind of play doesn't... Didn't need to always, be called. It, it didn't need to be called. Especially I'm fine with wording it like that, but that was a foul. With where the momentum had gone, too. The Hawks like did not deserve that bailout. No. That was the only good thing they did since Trey Young knocked down a three and got teed up, and from that moment on, the Magic went on what was a 13-0 run, I believe, that became the 13-2 run, if, if my memory serves me correct, because of the foul against uh, Paolo on Murray, and he knocks down the two free throws. So, I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong here. I don't think I am. For those that are screaming about this wasn't a foul, this wasn't a foul, the Magic got screwed, and, you know, make Tim Donahue references and things of that nature... Jamal Mosley, to my knowledge, had a challenge. Right? Yeah. So if it happened right in front of him, if he didn't challenge it, because he looked pretty dismayed that it was called, but if he was so well, upset about it, why would he? Why wouldn't he challenge it? My thoughts would be they had one timeout left. You lose that challenge, you lose your timeout, and then you can't move the ball up to half court, and you give yourself not really any shot with one second left. But huh. it might have been worth it. You know, if they got a I mean, perf- if you really thought that that if you really thought that that wasn't a foul, yeah. but that's where I land on it is it's like it's not that bad a call because if it was, that's why they have coaches challenges now. Right. And I th- I would and I would think that if Jamal Mosley standing right there was like, no, I know for sure that wasn't. He would have done little finger wag. Yeah, it could have gone either way. Probably the call on the field, call on the court would stand that sort of deal. I mean, I. I haven't even gotten a great look at it. I was busy formulating audio last night, and I almost didn't even want to see it again because I didn't want to be heartbroken by the thought of it possibly not being a foul. Got a text uh, saying, giving up 126 is not winning basketball. Well, I mean, it was a track meet, and they did what they could. It, the but Hawks not- dictated the pace. The Magic had to find a way to answer back, and the fact that they even were in and around that game based on because they even look kind of tired, but they just gutted it out anyway. That's what I'm Admiral saying. Admiral Schofield out here again, knocking down big shots. Not all games and not all scores are created equal. I'm glad that person texted that, that in. Let me explain how last night's game should be perceived. Not every night in a busy, hectic NBA schedule is created equal. The Magic, that was a schedule loss for the Magic, no matter where they are in the pecking order of the NBA. The Hawks were on more rest. They were getting healthier, bringing guys back. The Magic were playing their third game in four nights, which on the road, road. which is a treacherous (laughs) spot for any NBA team. Never mind the fact that their last game was the day before and they spent their last two games taking on the Boston Celtics. Yeah, physical. What, what do you think? The Magic should have been blown out last night, and it would have been an excusable blowout. So for them to play a game where they're 
down to a whistle that essentially decided the game at the end, that is winning basketball in the NBA. Yeah, I mean, would have loved to continue the streak and take it to Houston, so it's it's a shame to have done all that to put yourself in a position to steal a game and and not get it. But in the grand scheme, like to aerial view, that's a good sign that in a game that you should have absolutely lost, you still almost gave yourself a chance to win. And I mean, they just couldn't stop Trey Young all all game. I mean, he moves at the speed of light. Yeah, the roll fast. game was tough. Yeah, DeAndre Hunter knocking down big shots. AJ Griffin really played a great game for the Hawks. You know, the, the Hawks played their A game without Clint Capella, but they played their A game, and the Magic probably played their B game, in, considering based on energy levels and all that. And uh, you know, they still found a way to nearly steal that. Yeah, I still see a good basketball team out there. Somebody said under two minutes can't challenge. I think that's just the NFL. I think you. I think that rule is created so you can challenge in the final two minutes in the NBA. That's uh, yeah. I I gotta look that up. I don't think that's accurate. Yeah, I can't imagine it would be. What's the point of the challenge? Like, I think that's like save theirs exactly for, for the crunch time. Because there are so many moments in games where I see fans waving the finger in the first quarter, and I'm like, they're yeah, not the gonna wait. They're not gonna waste their challenge for a questionable call in the first quarter so that you can get the ball back. I'm no. pretty sure if Coach Moe's challenged it, they would have left the call what it was. It just seemed like one of those call on, calls on the court stands. But, ah, man, buzzkill. Smile on my face after the game because it's like, how did they almost just do that? Just the thought of if they actually did do that, how giddy I'd be right now. Oh, my God. I mean, that's that, that's that's what stung in the moment. was They were on the cusp of seven in a row. Knocking off the Hawks, eight point underdogs, you know, and then and then you go up against Houston and another game that uh, a game that you actually expect to win. But that's what I'm a little bit afraid of. If you don't get it done against Houston, suddenly what looked like a dream road trip becomes a two and two road trip. <laughs> Before the road trip, we were saying, can we split with Boston and split with those other two? Well, we got two against Boston. If we can at least split with the other two, which would mean beating Houston. Three and one road trip. How could you ever complain? Going back home against the Spurs and Lakers and Wizards, like all teams that are beatable, and the fact that they've kind of developed an identity at home, just beating the Lakers would be fun, even though they might not have uh, superpower. Uh, I am looking at uh, the rule book for coaches' challenges. I the only thing that I see about the final two minutes is that out-of-bounds calls in the final two minutes of regulation or overtime are now triggered by a coach's challenge rather than referees. So that still doesn't lead me in that direction. Yeah, I think you can use it at any point. There would why, That would be so useless yeah. if they made that rule. Otherwise, they would have to challenge everything on their own, which I wouldn't necessarily mind, get it right, but there's nothing worse than breaking up the momentum of a basketball game like too many timeouts or too many yeah. fouls it just it gets chopped up that's my only th- reason i ever rail against the challenge because because it just takes forever sometimes yeah it does all right coming up next we may have uh at this point already reached the end of an era in the nfl and i'll explain what that is next with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 